This is Page Turners, the broadcast book club brought to you by Muncie Community Schools on WMUN, the talk of Muncie, 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, and Alexa say, play WMUN. Let's join the story now with your hosts, Cam and TC. Thank you for joining us today on Page Turners with Cam and TC on the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, 92.5 FM, 1340 AM. Good morning, Cam. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm a little tired, honestly. <laughs> I'm always tired. I'm always up late well, reading. So. We'll have to wake you up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so something we don't talk about too often on Page Turners is libraries. Oh, um, we yeah. love books. I think we need to bring the discussion of libraries in a little more. So I think we should start our morning by talking about our most vivid childhood memory of a library. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What what, what brings to mind when you so think about it? So my vivid memory is my mom would always take me to the Carnegie Library downtown Muncie. Mm-hmm. And we would she would sign me up for reading programs. Mm-hmm. And then once the uh, Marion Hunt Library opened up in early 2000, it was a game changer for me. Yeah. I just loved the space. It felt more expanded and the, they had really cool colors painted on the walls and they had a m- movie section and a really cool kid section. So just my mom taking me to the library as a kid mm-hmm. and um, the various different libraries around town. I just, I loved the library. It was like an adventure to me going oh, to the library. For sure. I grew up in Indy, so there was a library near my elementary school that had an old phone box. Mm-hmm. And in the phone box, there was a receiver and a big old beanbag chair. You pick up the receiver and it would just throw you right into a story so I spent so much time (laughs) in that phone box that is awesome so speaking of libraries we have a very special guest today we have Donna Catron from Muncie Public Libraries welcome to the show Donna thank you so much for having me so if you could tell us what is your job at Muncie Public Libraries I am the branch manager at our Kennedy branch of Muncie Public Library Fantastic. How long have you been with the Muncie Public Library? Oh, now you're going to make me feel old. I've been with the library 34 years. I started at Carnegie and uh, eventually worked at Baring Hunt for a little bit, and now I'm at Kennedy. Oh, cool. Goodness gracious. I would love that. Do you you love working in a library? I do, yeah. Is there something specific that, like, really gets you going? I just really love connecting people with information or books that they love um it just does my heart good yeah so was being a librarian is that your title librarian uh actually i'm a branch manager but i am a librarian yes okay so is that something you wanted to be growing up no um it's very i wanted to be a teacher uh but when i was in college i decided that wasn't for me so I graduated with an English major. Well, you know, there's not a lot you can do with an English major. So I thought, and I had never worked in a library. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, library school sounds good. So I went to library school. Um, my When I was getting close to graduation, I saw an ad on the bulletin board, and it was a physical bulletin board back then, that said um, Muncie Public Library was looking for um reference assistant so I signed up and rest is history that is awesome so you went to school like a library school what was that like 
Um, well, it's called a master's of, uh, well, back then, I think now it's like master's of informatics or something, but mm-hmm. back then it was master's of library science. And um, I did it in a full year, including the summer. So um, it was at IU, uh, Bloomington, and um, I just loved it. it. Most of our classes were in the library, so um, different topics. Um, of course, back then, you know, we had computers, you know, CD-ROMs, the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very different from when I went to school. Um, our new librarians are taking classes, and they take them online, and and. But um, libraries have just changed so much. I feel like I've learned over the years more than I ever learned in library school. Goodness. I didn't think that there would be a school. We learn something every day. For librarians. Like specifically, I I think Ball State has something, like a class or something that you could take in their curriculum. But that's really cool. Yeah. And actually, libraries in Indiana, um, there are certification requirements. So... Uh, if you work at a library our size, if you're going to call yourself a librarian, mm-hmm. you have to have a master's degree. So that's dedication. That's right. that's really yeah. putting in the time and effort yeah. to learn a craft. Right. That's fantastic. And I do got to <laughs> ask, I know how movies depict libraries, like you got to be very quiet and the library is always, shh. Have you ever got to make somebody get quiet in a library? <laughs> the only time I said shh was when my mom and my sister were visiting the library and they got a little loud, so I did shush Yay. them. But um, no, libraries are not yeah. quiet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Yeah. Um, we like people to have fun at the library, especially kids. Yeah. I love it when we have a room full of kids at the library mm-hmm. um, because it's a fun place for them and and. That just does my heart good. Yeah, I find it really funny that it was your mom and your sister oh, yeah. <laughs> that you had to shush. That that would be my family, and I'm sorry if they ever go to the libraries in Muncie, because uh, we're loud <laughs> just mm. in general. Now I know you talked about um, how it the common misconception is that right. libraries are all quiet and everything has to be so silent Mm -hmm. and I took a look at some of the events you guys have Uh all the time your calendar is full yes and it 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 almost feels like you're creating a gathering place versus an actual library quote-unquote so you know you've got crafty critters the book clubs for children teens and adults and Mm -hmm. all kinds of other stuff going on do you have a program that you really really love uh, well, I love all of the, um, love to see all the little kids coming to mm-hmm. the, the toddler and baby story times in preschool. But the one that's nearest to my heart is our Reading Circle Book Club. Um, I've loved that, I don't know, for f- four or five years now. Mm-hmm. And um, just a great group of people. Um, most of us are on the older side, older scale. And we just get together, uh, talk about books, and we read a, a selection of books. So that's probably my favorite personal program. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as what the library does, I would have to say are uh, programs for children. I love it. So as I said, growing up in the library and doing the uh, reading programs, that was near and dear to my heart. So mm-hmm. I love that it's continuing for 
generation after generation. Right. And we actually have um, our summer reading program starts on June 3rd and uh, with a kick-up party on June 8th. And we have uh, the program is for all ages, kids through adults. So. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, why is it so important to have activities at our libraries? I think it gives um, people a chance to just go beyond the stereotypes and and just have libraries are one of the few places where there's no expectation of you know you have to pay or you have mm-hmm. to be a certain way. So I think it's just important that we offer activities and um, especially literacy re- related activities. You know, I'm just a big believer in the power of literacy mm-hmm. throughout your life, you know, whether you go to school or just a lifelong learner. I think that's so important and it's important to start them very young. So, mm-hmm. No, I agree. We've had a couple of guests on from different literacy programs at mm-hmm. this point. And it is so nice to see all of the support. And now, mm-hmm. you know, everything that you guys offer at the Muncie Public Library, having local support for that is right. really nice to see, too. Yeah. All righty. Well, now I know that we are going to talk about a book specifically that you mm-hmm. guys are currently talking about or is this uh, the next one? We will be one? talking about it in March. Okay, good. So we're ahead of the game at this point, but um, we do have to take a little break. So hopefully um, once we get back, we'll dig in a little bit deeper to some of the literacy programs and some of the other book clubs that you guys have going on. And we'll talk about someone else's shoes, which is the March book club book that you guys are going to be talking about. I read it super good. So I can't wait to let you guys hear it. So don't turn those dials. We'll be right back with Page Turners. This is Page Turners, the broadcast book club brought to you by Muncie Community Schools on WMUN, the talk of Muncie, 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, and Alexa, say play WMUN. Let's continue the story now with your hosts, Cam and TC. Welcome back to Page Turners with Cam and TC right here on the Talk of Muncie, 92.5 FM, 1340 AM. Cam, I know you gave me some homework. You wanted me to read Someone Else's Shoes by Uh Jojo Moyes. Is that correct? I think so. Well, I unfortunately did not read it. Thomas, (laughs) we have one job here. (laughs) I'll put it on my TBR list. All right. Listen, I can't talk to you about TBR lists, so I get it. So, however, I believe you read it and our special guest, Donna Catron, has read it. Yes, 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 yes. So I am along for the ride on this segment. Well, it's a a fun ride, (laughs) if I do say so myself. But uh, this is one of the books that um, the adult book club, correct? Mm -hmm. Reading Circle. Yep, the Reading Circle Mm -hmm. is going to be talking about in March. Now, how did you guys come up with this title? Well, this one was uh, specifically recommended by one of the members. She really loved the book, and uh, our process is we, we vote each year on what we're going to 
mm-hmm. uh, read based on recommendations, or uh, sometimes I'll see something and think that, well, this would be good to read. So I like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's nice to know because sometimes when you join book clubs, it's a very specific, here's what we're doing. You have no say in it. And where that is nice sometimes. Right. There are others that I want to be involved in that choice because there are as we mentioned, a lot of books on my TBR list. Mm -hmm. And if I can knock one of those out, you know, it's just awesome. (laughs) It definitely makes it way more engaging when the entire group has a say. Exactly. And actually all five of our adult book clubs are like that. They all kind of vote on books. So Yeah. Now, are you, you know, you've got a couple of different ones. Mm -hmm. Do they each pick a different genre or is there a way that you differentiate them? Yeah, we have... uh, Reading Circle is kind of general. It's at noon, so people that are retired or anybody that has a lunch hour can can join. Uh, We have Droids and Dragons, which is um, Uh, sci fi. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we have Dewey Divers, which is our new one um, that reads nonfiction. Oh. And then we have um, our Global Perspectives that. features international literature and that's at our Carnegie Library and then we have books on tap that's again kind of a general um, Mm -hmm. book club and they meet at uh, Twin Archer yeah Twin Archer breweries yeah so it's the more like adult adult meet off-site kind of situation yeah well that's so nice so you know there's a taste and flavor for everybody there is Mm Love options. So, <laughs> Donna, what did you think about someone else's shoes? I initially wasn't sure whether I was going to like it or not. It took me a little bit to get into, but then mm-hmm. once I did, um, and I thought, you know, I told you it was there was fantasy elements because I thought it was going to be, okay, the women switch shoes and their lives mm-hmm. change. And it wasn't exactly like that, but... What I liked most was at the end it turned out to be a book of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's nice to see because we've got two main characters, mm-hmm. Sam and Nisha, mm-hmm. um, both of which are from completely opposite worlds. So you've got Sam, who I, I relate to as a person more. She's more down to earth. She's more, you know, I just have X, Y, Z to get done. I don't really care what I look like as much. And you have Nisha, who's the exact opposite, who comes from imagine like Kim Kardashian Mm -hmm. kind of vibe for Nisha. So the author gave some good contrast. Yes. And very specific details like um, the very expensive shoes, Mm -hmm. the Louboutins, Christian Louboutins, which they mentioned a couple (laughs) of times. Um, And I found that really nice to see those, Mm -hmm. the duality of it. Um, Now I know there are some very specific people online, as I was looking at other reviews, who don't like Nisha at all. How did you feel about her character development through that book? I thought the character development was very good. Um, you know, at first she comes off as like this, like you said, the Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. type. But then as you learn about her life and what she's gone through, I think it makes it much more relatable. Oh, Yeah. Because it's it's a story that I'm sure at least a nice handful of people have had. So Nisha um, comes from this very high end life and finds out that her husband is divorcing her and locked her out of everything. So she's left without anything at all. 
And I mean, there are shows that have done this. There are movies that have done this. But they don't do a very good job at giving the empathetic side. Mm -hmm. And I'll be completely honest. I did not like Nisha. (laughs) I was not a fan um, up until about 75% of the way through. And then it clicked. And I think it dawned on me. Um, And Sam is just she's me and I I relate to it hardcore but um, I almost felt like for this particular story it was all about how you viewed your life Mm -hmm. you know Um, and I don't want to give away the ending because I want everybody to go out and read it Mm -hmm. but um, you know as you finished that book as you finished uh, finished someone else's shoes did you have that sense of kind of like like a breath of fresh air when you got to the end mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I love the ending. Yeah, it's it, it's um it's easy to empathize with Sam. I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit harder to get there with Nisha. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the author wrote Nisha unlikable on purpose for more than half of the book. Probably. I know. Um, one of the books that uh, book series that I read last year was Court of Thorns and Roses. Mm-hmm. And there's a character like that, mm-hmm. Nesta, one of the sisters. And she is unlikable. No one likes her. Just <laughs> straight up. And then at the end of the story, you realize why she's like that. Gotcha. And you, you get a sense of, oh, okay, now I think I'm getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, now for someone else's shoes... Mm-hmm. Was there a point in the story as you're going through where I know the beginning is a little hard to get Mm -hmm. into, but is there that one moment that really grabbed you? I think when um, they were talking about Nisha's background Mm -hmm. and, you know, when she she goes to uh, be a maid in a hotel, I think that's when it really clicked. Oh, this is an interesting person. She has that background and. I don't know about you, but I think that um, sometimes the unlikable characters are more interesting than the likable characters. So I I just really enjoy that aspect of it. Do you find that characters that have more flaws or cracks or rough edges give more interesting stories? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's boring to read about perfect people. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's one of the things that uh, is so surprising as we talk mm-hmm. about character development and especially in a story that is more r- grounded like mm-hmm. this one is that you really need to make it an empathetic and connected mm-hmm. story. Um, now, I do feel for Sam because her boss is a jerk, <laughs> straight up terrible human. And I had one of those, so made me feel bad for her. Um, is there one takeaway from someone else's shoes that you would want someone to know before they read the book? I think it's just that be careful how you treat people because Mm -hmm. it will come back to you in the end. And that's all I can say without giving out the ending. But, um, yeah, I I mean, it is hard to, to imagine that. I've never had that situation, but, you know, a lot of, uh, women go through that. So, Mm -hmm. um, and it, it dealt a lot with women being perceived in a certain way right. throughout the story. So 
I mean, it was really strong. I think it starts off a little shaky, but it Mm -hmm. ends really powerfully. So Mm -hmm. that's always nice. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this chapter. It was so fast. So quick. So quick. So thank you, Donna, for joining us today on Page Turners. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And everybody, go check out what Muncie Public Libraries are doing. I promise, go to the website. You'll find something that fits your vibe. Find us on Facebook or now on Instagram. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Join us again next week for another chapter of Page Turners, the Broadcasting Book Club with Cam and TC, sponsored by Muncie Community Schools, on the Talk of Muncie, 92.5 FM, 1340 AM. See you next week.